you're listening to live your best life podcast here it's all about empowering yourself and taking control of your life hi i'm shivani your host relationship and empowerment coach helping you live your best life let's talk emotion most people believe that it is our thoughts that lead us towards taking the action that we do take while that is true there is one step in between that we often forget to acknowledge most of the times it is our thoughts that cause emotions and the actions mostly emanate from these emotions unless you are self aware and conscious of how these thoughts are translating into emotion you may actually feel that you are a pure thinking mind and that you decide your actions based on your conscious thinking it's only when we become aware self aware that we can understand how these thoughts convert into action and the role that emotions play in the middle understanding emotion their genesis their advantages their limiting nature and often their baggage can help us regulate them And so the next few episodes in this podcast are dedicated to each of the few basic emotions that we have. Another very significant reason why I feel that we need to acknowledge emotions and their role is that over the years we have labeled some emotions as bad emotions and some emotions as good ones. For example, we congratulate people on putting up a brave face in the time of adversity or fighting it out when times are tough we applaud those who smile through the pain and somewhere we are seeding the notion that showing grief by crying is not appropriate somewhere sometime along the way we decided that talking about emotions means we are weak crying shows that we are weak showing anger is like poisoning our own body feeling afraid means that we are vulnerable and therefore conquerable when did we decide that emotions the very basic fiber of human nature need to be hidden what propelled us to hide them modify them mask them and also demean them the way we look at emotions is also very dependent on the culture we are born in while indians may be quick to show their emotion punjabis probably a few notches higher than the average indian the chinese people are much lower on the emotion demonstration scale however with globalization of this generation and the global exposure that we have these lines are merging there is a certain common thread that we see in terms of the way most of us look at emotions the fact actually is that we can feel anything right emotions do not have to be justified to anyone you cannot take away the way you feel about it it is real for you you can't always explain how you feel also there are essentially three broad ways in which people deal with emotions they either ignore it suppress it and the third option is to face it 
when you ignore your emotions you refuse to acknowledge you are feeling something this has become quite the norm these days because of the belief that emotions are characteristic of a weak unintelligent uneducated or a soft person a meek new bride may ignore her exuberance to avoid being in the spotlight or being branded as too much of a free bird this strategy of ignoring emotions however only leads to deep seated discomfort over time the second way in which people deal with emotions sometimes is suppressing them now suppressing emotions is as bad if not worse suppressing an emotion after you have identified it means you're pushing things under the carpet and relegating the emotion to the deep dark corners of your brain often enough this leads to negative sublimation when the pushback happens excessive drinking substance abuse binge watching binge eating overworking over exercising focusing on others and not on self and other such self destructive behaviors are common among some of the consequences of suppressing emotions the only long term feasible way in which emotions can be managed is to face them and then manage them address them the way they need to be attended to despite the popular belief about emotions and that too much emotion leads to disastrous actions research shows that emotional diversity emo diversity as it's being called these days is a great indicator of overall happiness those who feel a wide range of emotions are happier people so how can you expand the range of emotions that you feel there are three simple ways triple a as i call them attention acceptance and alteration so the first step as i mentioned is to pay attention pay attention to what emotion you are feeling define these emotions to yourself in the best way that you can admittedly some emotions need to be managed more than others but know this managing emotions is much easier after you have identified the emotion by naming it to yourself you may even have to increase your emotional literacy so to speak the second step is to accept the emotion for what it is and without judgment we do not question our body when we have to pee it's a simple thing you feel the pressure and you look for a place that is sociably acceptable like a bathroom where you can relieve yourself you don't ask yourself why am i feeling like this why does my body have to pee similarly emotions are also a biological response to an external or internal trigger there is just a slight twist some of the biological responses that we feel are the same for different emotions for example our hearts beat faster when we are scared and when we are surprised or feeling anticipation it is the context in which these biological responses and reactions are set in that define the emotion for us cognitively and here comes the thinking element 
our previous experiences, our beliefs, the culture we are in, our genes, our level of optimism, our level of hope, expectations, and a lot of these thoughts and previous experiences come in. Emotions are essentially signals that are being sent to us to take note and take appropriate action. The action that we decide to take will depend on all those past experiences, beliefs, culture, genes and the rest of it. One very significant way in which emotions can help us is by reducing the cognitive load. Now, if you know how the brain works, the brain processing takes up a huge amount of energy. When emotions trigger action, they kind of bypass the process of conscious brain processing and therefore save you a lot of energy. It's basically following a path that you already know of. All this is fine as long as it is working for you. But if you feel that you are taking actions that are ending up harming you, then you need to look at the emotions and the variables operating in the background. Why? So that you can review them, modify them and to help you rather than to harm you. This is what brings us to the third A, alter. Now, altering emotions requires a deep dive into the depths of your brain to understand what is causing you to feel the way you are feeling. This means you have to be ready to face the things you may have buried inside you. Things you may not be ready to face. But loads of treasure, like true freedom, awaits you at the end of the battle with this dragon. Altering emotions means using the STOP method. S-T-O-P-P So the first thing that you do when you feel that an emotion is brewing inside you and you want to be careful about that, you stop. And then you take a few deep breaths and calm yourself down. You observe your thoughts, your biology, the circumstances as an outsider, but with a lot of self-compassion and no judgment. You pull back and take a look at the bigger picture. Look at the situation from different perspectives and not just your own. How does this matter in the larger frame of things? And then you decide on the action that is helpful and productive and proceed in a meaningful way towards your goal. Now doing this can ensure that you do not become slaves to your emotions those that arise from limiting beliefs, ingrained ideas that are no longer relevant today, or destructive thoughts that can sometimes be a result of your personality. In the next episode, what we will do is we will take one specific emotion. Uh, let's say we will talk about anger, one of the most misunderstood emotions of all times, and see where it comes from, and how we can manage it better by thinking about it in the right perspective. Until next time then, thank you for listening in. Take a moment to write a review or send feedback on what you would like to hear on this podcast and see the description for more details.